0: Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry. I am the co-founder of Ignite DA and so glad you joined us. No matter where you find your podcast, we are there bringing you experts in the industry to talk to you amazing dental assistants in every episode. And this time I am so honored to be joined by a new friend of mine and that is Dr. Jeanette McLean. Dr. McLean, how are you tonight?
1: Well, hello, Kevin. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. I am doing well. Um, I survived a full moon day at work, so uh, yeah. I'm happy to be here.
0: <laughs> I, I hope you have a beverage nearby because you've earned it. I have no doubt about it. Uh, well, well, you know, I've gotten lucky enough to know you over the past couple of weeks as we've been trying to set this up, and I would love for our audience to know a little bit more about you.
1: Yes. Well, I am a pediatric dentist in private practice in Arizona and the practice I've been there since 2005. I became an owner in 2007, but the office has been around for over 40 years. It was one of the first pediatric specialty offices in the Phoenix area, which Phoenix has exploded and it's huge. And now I feel like there's an office on every corner, you know, like Los Angeles or something. But, um, I, I think what's special and unique about our office is most of the staff has actually been there longer than, than me. So we have amazing dental assistants, truly amazing. Um, like I w- would not be able to do what I'm able to do without my star dental assistants. And they um, they've been there. Some of them have been there 20 years, even 30 years. So it, it's pretty amazing. And the, the patients, and especially the parents, they comment on that. They love that they get to see the same, familiar faces each time and and um, really appreciate how talented they are because it really is a talent to be able to to be a, a good assistant for children um, that is a, a special skill it's like being a unicorn.
0: <laughs> you know, those of you who work with with our younger patients, you all are doing God's work. So thank you for all you all. Doing every day. Uh, yes. Well, and and I know it is uh, Children's Dental Health Month. I know that you, as you said, yes. you have some amazing assistants who help with your patients. Yes. Let's, let's talk about a little bit about the prevention side with those younger patients, and maybe the role that your assistants play with that in your practice or or in pediatric dentistry overall
1: absolutely the the dental assistants are such a huge and important component of prevention in our practice in many ways like there's there's certain top i would say there's a top 5 of our prevention tactics that we have in my in my office um, so number 1 is getting the the parents on board with changing behaviors you know improving diet and hygiene i know that sounds so basic and so obvious but i could not say, you know, more how important that is to actually improving kids' oral health. And it's the dental assistants that spend the most time with the child and the parent and can really make an incredible impact on them. And it's all in the delivery. Like we, we definitely have the the nice thing of our veteran assistants is they have developed that confidence and that skill over time to be able to talk to parents and not feel like they're being, um, judgmental or preachy, you know, because you don't want that. So approaching it like your their friend and that you understand and it does help because we are all moms so you know that they don't feel judged but just saying like hey you're you're here that's the first step and we're going to help you to improve your child's oral health and here's some things that you can do Um, so with hygiene you know obviously getting them to understand what's the the proper toothbrush to use Again, totally basic, but um, often we're finding that parents are kind of shooting themselves in the foot because they're um, letting the kid brush by themselves and they brag about it. They're like, they love it. They do it for five minutes. I'm like, great. Would you let them wash their, your dishes and put your makeup on? <laughs> Probably not, <laughs> you know, because they, they might be, they, they basically chew the toothbrush for five minutes. So, <laughs> you know, getting them to understand that the parent needs to help using a proper size. Cause sometimes they're getting, um, the brushes too big or they're buying those big bulky, um, spin brushes sure. that don't even get to the back teeth. And they don't understand that. They just think like, Oh, it's cool. Or it's cute. Or now I I've seen a lot of the, the marketing on, especially on Instagram. Have you seen like those U shaped toothbrushes? I have. It almost looks like a mouth guard. They are so ineffective. <laughs> so just it, it, educating them. Like we carry the, um, oral B stages brushes. And those are actually like, they have the ages on them. Like this is the infant brush, you know, this is for just the different age groups so that they're using the appropriate size. Cause that's important. If they're using something that's too big, they're not going to be able to actually reach the teeth in the back. Um, And then the next thing is, is, is getting them to use a toothpaste that actually does something, <laughs> you know, it doesn't just taste good. Uh, I mean, it's important that it tastes good, but it actually will have a therapeutic effect Sure. on the teeth. Um, I have noticed kind of an alarming trend. We're, we're seeing way more patients that don't want fluoride. Um, you know, unfortunately, there's a lot of misinformation that has become pervasive on the internet, especially in like the chat rooms and like the mom groups and stuff like yeah. that, where they just think like, oh, I'm going to be all natural and like, well, well fluoride is natural, but there, there's like kind of crazy conspiracy theories and, and things about that. So people want um, these, you know, clean products and they're, they're getting toothpaste that aren't actually preventing cavities. So like if you go, let's say, for example, you go to Target and go to the kid's toothpaste aisle. It, it will shock you how much is just this like kind of fluff that really doesn't have oh. an ADA seal of approval or, 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 they can't, the FDA doesn't allow them to say it can prevent cavities. It just says like cleans the teeth. Like if they just have xylitol, they're not even allowed to say it prevents cavities because
0: oh, it, it,
1: it doesn't have the same clinical evidence like fluoride actually does. Um, and now I, I know PNG Crest Oral-B has come out with a new Kids Crest Advance, which has stannous fluoride. Like, we're so used to the sodium fluoride, which helps to prevent cavities. But what I'm noticing in our, in our patients, um, I'm seeing a lot more erosion. Like, what you would, might think more you would see in an adult, you yeah. know, like wear on the teeth, um, like physical erosion, and also chemical erosion. And, you know, we always quiz them, like, what are you eating? And this is what the dental assistant's Do as well. They'll talk about the diet. Um, And what we're finding is that a lot of them are drinking Gatorade, like they think Gatorade is healthy.
0: Sure. You know, I've heard that.
1: (laughs) Oh, I need electrolytes. Or they're eating um, Takis. Have you heard of Takis? Oh my gosh. Have you ever tried them? Yes. They're disgusting, but they're. so they, they're coated with citric acid and malic acid. So it, it's like it sticks in their teeth and it's literally coated in an, in an acid. Um, or they're having Sour Patch Kids. So their diets now have so many drinks and foods that are a super low pH. So I'm seeing a lot of erosion. So the stannous fluoride that's in the new Kids Crust advance actually will protect the teeth more than regular fluoride. Um, against erosion. It actually makes like a protective barrier that lasts actually hours after you use it. So um, that's another good tip there. Um, now, diet, I mentioned. So we actually give the assistants actually sit with the parents and the kids and we have um, a, a tooth snack guide. So it's basically a diet based way to help prevent cavities. And the parents really love it. Like they feel empowered, like, oh, okay, if I can make these good choices, <laughs> you know, and, and it gives suggestions instead of just saying like, you know, don't eat candy. Well, you can, but there's candies that are better and there's candies that are worse. Like sure. eat, eat dark chocolate instead of Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> um, so they'll go through, through that with the parents and they love it. And a lot of times they'll say like, can I get an extra one for dad's house? Can I get an extra one for grandma? Cause grandma babysits. So, oh, yeah. um, You know, the dental assistants definitely love, or or I I noticed that they seem to enjoy having that conversation with the parents and the kids and looking at the snack guide. So that's another one of our our top fives. Um, So what else? Um, Sealants, of course, that's like bread and butter prevention for pediatric dentistry. Um, And our assistants, and you know, it's state dependent, but in our state in Arizona, the dental assistants place the sealants. And they, I mean, I feel like they do it better than me because <laughs> they, they do it so frequently. Oh. Um,
0: and, and, and I'm just going to say, I would bet because of the way that you and your assistants interact with each other, they have the confidence to know that you trust them with that. And that makes such absolutely. a world of difference. And, you know, in so many yeah. boxes that I've heard about.
1: Yeah. And I mean, sometimes I will sit and help them. Like, let's say we have a a more fearful child or a gagger or something like that. Like, I will sit and help them to, to make sure we get it done. Like, for example, today we had a little girl toward the end of the day that was super gaggy and, you know, making all the little sounds just from cleaning her teeth, where the assistant was like, Ooh, I don't know if we can get these sealants done, but maybe if you help me. So I sat and we did it together. And and we got it done. We also switched um, We switched to glass ionomer sealants, which that is, you know, if, if your listeners aren't using that yet in their offices, that I just think it's a better material for teeth, period, because it, it, it truly releases fluoride. And it can be applied on a moist surface nice. um, as opposed to resin sealants. I could talk for hours about that, <laughs> but anyway, I I, I digress. Well, um,
0: yeah, but I think I think things like that. It's so important that the assistant learns, understands, you know, and certainly, as you said, everything is so state dependent. But it's I still always encourage our dental assistant listeners to, you know, be knowledgeable about the options that are out there, and and that's a great yeah. idea right there with the glass ionomer sealants.
1: Yeah, it's absolutely. Um, so, yeah, diet and hygiene, of course, having the parent be involved using a, a therapeutic toothpaste, you know, something that will actually improve the enamel. So, fluoride, I would say, is the best for that. Like, they could just go to Target or Walmart or anywhere and, and get it um, and use just, we educate them on the proper amount. Um, the assistants sweet. typically do this. So, under three, just a little smear, like a grain of rice size, and then above three, a pea size. Um, you know, technically on the tube, it says age is six plus, but you can use it younger but it needs to be supervised. We don't want them like eating a tube obviously. We don't Absolutely. want that. <laughs> um and then I mentioned this the sealants, um using the a quality toothbrush that's the correct size. Um the power brushes are good as well. Like a, an actual I, I do need to educate the the parents, you know, cuz I mentioned the this bulky spin brushes, yeah. but I, like a true electric rechargeable um power brushes is, is Going to be more effective than than a, a manual um, toothbrush,
0: and, and I think you hit on something important about just saying, "Well, my child's doing it," and kind of backing off. And you know, mm-hmm. yes, there may be a spin brush, and yes, they may have toothpaste, but like you said, it's making sure that those parents understand that it's not like that's a good chance for them to go, you know, check email or whatever it might be. They've, they, <laughs> they yeah. <laughs>
1: And, and that's why it is so important to have the parent present for the exam and engage in a, in a conversation. Um, and I'm, I'm honestly surprised that I'll, we do a lot of second opinions at, at our office. And I will hear from parents that sometimes they weren't even allowed back for the visit, uh, which is definitely an old school. Like I, when I was trained, that that was how it was. But I feel like in today's society, like that, that is a no-go. <laughs> like if I took my kids to the pediatrician, and I, I expect to go back and hear, like, I want to learn and see. And, you know, so that we, we think of it as a learning opportunity for the parents and the patient, you know, they're the caregiver. Um, and that's really the time for the dental assistant to shine and show them their knowledge and, and educate um, the patient and the parent on diet and hygiene and proper product use, you know, et cetera.
0: And it's good for everybody to hear the same message. I think that that's really right. an important thing. So the kid doesn't come out there and say, yeah, they said I could have as much toothpaste as I wanted, you know, whatever. <laughs> you so,
1: yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, that. I, it's funny that you mentioned that. Cause that's another reason I prefer to have the parents back. Cause then they can really see what actually happened um, yeah. versus stories.
0: <laughs> yeah. That makes a world of difference. I would think. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: And, and I've got to ask, because I know not every child is an angel. I mean, let's be perfectly honest here. <laughs> and not every parent is the perfect parent either whenever they come to back, uh, come back there. What kind of relationship do you build with the parents to make sure that they understand that you all are watching out for the best care of their child? And, you know, while you want them to be a part of things, they're also can't get in the way of what you're actually doing there in the chair.
1: Sure. And that's more when we're actually doing operative. Like if we... Um, so we have a list of expectations <laughs> um, that, that you could always borrow if you want uh, it. But basically, it's really more if we're doing operative or, or sometimes I'll even allow parents back like for uh, oral sedation, um, but they basically are asked to be a silent partner because okay. we'll say like, listen, you know, we can't compete for your attention, <laughs> you know? The kid's always gonna look to you. So if there's too many cooks in the kitchen, it, it's really distracting and they're not gonna listen, then we're not gonna get anything done. So you're welcome to stay, but you need to be a silent partner. Cool. Um, we also um, have a list of, of terms, <laughs> like proper terminology um, to not have them use tri- what we call trigger words. Mm. Um, so they shouldn't be saying Shaw and, and we basically, use like, what is our friendly term for it? Like, you know, sleepy juice. Um, you know, we don't say drill. <laughs> it's like, it's a whistle. Uh, but we, we give that in advance because I think it's really important to set those, um, set that up front, you know, set those expectations up front and, and the boundaries, I guess would be the the proper term. So um, people can, we can have a successful, outcome.
0: (laughs) Which is a great thing when it comes to pediatric dentistry. Let's be honest. So
1: absolutely. You know, and, you know, I think, um, at the end of the day, we have to realize we're never going to make everybody happy. You know, there's all kinds of different people in the world. And today more than ever, a lot of people are more, um, like on the, on edge, you know, it's like if the wind blows wrong, they're going to flip out like you see it on TV. They're, they're freaking out on on the airplanes and they're freaking out at the grocery store. So it's kind of a, a scary time. So we just uh, like we have a morning huddle with with our team and we try to give those positive reinforcements to um, each other that, you know, it's going to be a great day. And just we're going to go with the flow. And like, I think if you have a positive attitude, and the entire team has a positive attitude, like it just seems like things go so much smoother. You know, it's like a self fulfilling uh, (laughs) prophecy. And
0: and I think knowing that you all have each other's back is such an important Mm -hmm. thing as well. And, and, you know, I've, I've never been in your practice, but it certainly sounds like there's a there's a lot of layers of trust there not only between team and dentists, but with each other and then your patients and parents and the team as well
1: absolutely yeah no i i'm super grateful for our assistance and they're they're amazing and i and like i said i really couldn't do what i do with, without them like i truly value them um
0: <laughs> well, pretty they, much sums
1: it up they
0: love to hear that i could tell you that and yeah. i there's a lot of assistants it's out true. there who are jealous of your assistance, uh shall we say uh you mentioned a moment ago uh that you might be willing to share some of your information or some of your knowledge uh and and i was wondering is there a way that our listeners could reach out to you or reach out yes. to practice they would love that i'm sure
1: sure so um and and some may have already used some of my resources so maybe i should have started out saying this but um like i i've become known as an advocate for minimally invasive dentistry and it um i started sharing that information on online and that kind of snowballed into you know people reaching out for for speaking or writing articles and whatnot but silver diamine fluoride which dental assistants can also apply in the great state of Arizona um, and in many states now, actually. But um, that kind of was the, the kickstart. Um, so I've made YouTube videos on that. So I have a YouTube channel, which is the the practice's name, which is Affiliated Children's Dental Specialists. Um, And honestly, if you just Google SDF and Jeanette McLean, or even if you just Google SDF, I will probably pop up, my video will pop up and then you just can go down the wormhole because, um, there's <laughs> <YouTube>. <laughs>
0: dozens,
1: there's dozens of videos that I've put out there, like how to apply glass item or sealants. Um, and then you, you'll be able to find our office website and on the office website, I have all these tabs for all the different treatments that we do. Um, that are less invasive and that a lot that assistants can do themselves, like the SDF and the um, glass animal sealants. There's articles, there's the snack guide that I mentioned is on there.
0: That's great.
1: But you, you could uh, have your own little CE weekend <laughs> just going on there. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I love that. And I, I love that you're willing to share as well, because I, I think that, you know, we, we so strongly believe in together we rise, and it really sounds like that—that's something you believe in as well. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, no, I really enjoy it, it and it really makes, um, you know, when you're you sometimes feel like you're on your own island when you're in, in practice, so you lose that connections like you do and when when that you used to have in in school. Um, so that's what's nice of how ha- about having podcasts and forums online where you, you know, I, I, in a a given day, I can talk to someone from the other side of the world. You know, I have people who will message from all different countries. It's neat. So then you feel more connected and we can collaborate and and share tips and tricks and new new techniques. So it's, it's makes it exciting. It's an exciting time to practice dentistry.
0: Well, I, I can tell you that we have a good group of listeners that come to us from South Africa. So uh, oh, here, cool. here's hoping that you're reaching all the way over there with, with some tips and techniques here. Uh, well, Dr. McClain, nice. it's been great. Thank you so much for your time. I really do appreciate it. And, and you know, I, I kind of jokingly said it earlier, but I really do appreciate all that you do to impact future generations and to make sure that their oral health is great.
1: That's It's been a pleasure. And I really appreciate the opportunity to come on and hopefully reach some more uh, folks. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. And we appreciate all of you for listening to this episode of the Dental System Nation podcast. We always try to bring you experts in the industry and experts that are willing to share their knowledge with you either during the podcast and or afterwards as well. So please take advantage of Dr. McClain's, uh resources. Uh, I think that'll really help your practice grow and help you feel more comfortable when those younger patients come through your door. But for now, this is Kevin Henry, the co-founder of Ignite DA, signing off. And as always here on the Dylan Assistant Nation podcast, together we rise.